Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the streets of Gotham to the furthest Federation outpost, the brave and bold ambassadors of the nerd nation bring you the best in reviews, interviews, and more. Prepare for fun, in-depth looks at comic books, movies and much more grab your passports crank up the sound get ready because nerd nation radio is on the air Alright, welcome back to another exciting Nerd Nation Radio. I'm Gene, with me today, as always, Curtis Southern. I'm in a bad mood. The Superior Southern. And Jack um, Gravy Graziano. Am I brown gravy or white gravy? Oh, you're brown gravy, baby. Hell yeah! I am not in that bad of a mood. I see. Even though I know my score is for something coming up and I did (laughs) Horrible. Whoa. Swearing 10 minutes and 10 seconds into the show is a, 29. Good, is a good sign. 29, 29 seconds into the show. But what we're going to do tonight, we have an amazing show for you. We're going to be talking to Scotty Wheels about Once Upon a Superhero, premiering tonight at Movies of Lake Worth and showing all across the country in the days to come. Uh, in March, you're going to be at Man's Chinese Theater. That's kind of a big deal. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's a really big deal. That's where a real, real big movies premiere, and this is a smaller movie, obviously. But anyway, we also have some nerd news. We're going to do a new segment called Friends of the Nation, where we push some of, some of our online things that we enjoy, or that we're maybe buddies with the person. Yes. And that, that's what we're going to do. And what else we got? Anything else? No. Jack mentioned something about a score. Movie what? news. Box office. We always do box office. We always do box, box office reports. Of course, we got a box office report. I'm sorry. I've completely forgot a segment that we do on the show every single week. So let's just get to it before my mind completely leaves me. Hello, you beautiful freaks. This is James Masters, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, giving you my fake British accent. It is time now for Nerd Nation News, where all the news that's fit to talk about is given to you for free. So listen up. I'm in a bad mood, so I'm going to go first. Uh, Hey, WWE, you got competition with that AEW starting up. So what do you do? You take your fans off even more by doing another event in Saudi Arabia. Are you kidding me? On May 3rd. Well, they signed like a five-year deal. Oh, my God. With Saudi Arabia. You know, as long as Saudi Arabia keeps killing journalists, WWE will keep showing up. Oh, my God. Um, I'm reading the article here. May 3rd, they're returning to Saudi Arabia for a third event. Uh, the greatest royal journalist killing. I don't know what it's going to be called. We'll find out soon. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm reading here. According to Pro Wrestling Sheets, Austin Kellerman, uh, greatest Royal Rumble last year, which I'll bet it almost a year ago now, supposedly netted them about $40 million. Just that one event. Um, their entire deal, they'll receive about $450 million over the, the next few years. I mean, in, I can- in their deal with Saudi Arabia. Wow. I didn't see why they're doing that. Um, uh, yeah, like, okay, never mind. There's also supposedly been, like, a, a bit of an exit, a handful of people. And when I say a handful, I mean, like, 37,000 is what's estimated have canceled WWE just in the last few days or Good. whatever. Their subscription. Good. Um, I'm not one of them because I'm not a reactionary like that. But I'll <laughs> have to admit, uh, it is pretty disheartening. A company that I actually really sort of enjoy and I like their... Uh, well, it's such a part of your life, yeah. Yeah, it's a major thing. Like, I got network on the day one, even it. when it didn't work. It didn't work for me for a week, but I, I bought wow. it. Um, and you've been a fan your whole life. I've been a fan my whole life, yeah. I was brought up on the, the redneck R's, the two R's of redneck. It's it racing and wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I, I get your disappointment. Like, when recently DC had that whole controversy with um, 
the one editor who was apparently harassing people and they were hiding it. That killed me in the same level. Right. It's been, you know, it's something you've been a fan of your whole life and suddenly you realize it's kind of a nasty underbelly. Well, then you realize that, that this this thing that you, you like and you're like, hey, they get me. No, 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 they're a company. Yeah, exactly. And it's about profit. Yeah, and exactly. I understand that. That's fine. I get you that. Know. Look, I eat Chick-fil-A sometimes, though. <laughs> they're delicious. I'll go to they're, Jimmy John's. little tiny sandwiches. I'm, I'm, I'll I was jealous that Jack got Jimmy John's two weekends ago and we were watching wrestling because uh. even if even if profit to Jimmy John's goes to, to killing animals in Africa <laughs> that don't deserve it, that are what? on the endangered list. What? <laughs> yeah, the guy who runs Jimmy John's. I can't He's, keep track of all the places I'm not. The guy who the guy who runs Jimmy John's a big game hunter. Oh, man. He goes over and like, kills lions. Like, and stuff. I I can't keep track anymore yeah. of what I'm not supposed to watch and what I'm not. Well, it's like to you know, hey, I like. I know he's a big jerk, and he's threatened a, a former president and a potential like uh, a secretary of state at the time. But like, I'm sorry, Uncle Ted. I, I like Nugent's older stuff. I can't yeah. help but not well, listen to it. You know what's funny on this subject? Uh, we there's a top five we're doing later on that we're recording today probably. And um, because of controversy, I kept a certain movie off my list. Oh, we'll have to talk about that. We'll talk about that later, maybe off the air, because it was a... Yeah, that's a weird one. It was a very yucky film. We're doing... I'll I'll give it away. We're doing best films from the 90s. And there's one that's so creepy in current context. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, It's so creepy in the current context, I couldn't possibly put it on my list. Right. I'll tell you about that later, though. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the yeah, end of the show. That's a, that's a good, good good topic, though, and it's interesting. I think we should do a whole show on it, like, discussing... Creepy stuff? Like, no, the like, stuff like we, companies we shouldn't and, talk about anymore? I saw a rocking maybe, chair rock one time when there was no one in the chair. Is that creepy? Sweet Jesus. Um, everything about you is creepy, so Whoosh! Yes. That's a whoosh right <laughs> whoosh. there. <laughs> good. Whoosh! There's an, a promo image for Avengers Endgame that shows the entire team standing there... Um, we are now being led to believe that it might be a fake picture. Uh, the Hulk is wearing what appe- appears to be a shield uniform. I could be wrong about that, but I don't think I am. It looks very clearly like a shield uniform. Uh, and some of the other heroes have updated costumes on it. Uh, like, the Disney has not responded one way or another, uh, but it, it appears that maybe it's not a real image. These, I, I assume Disney will come out with something eventually and say whether or not it is. Uh, it seems to me that since they're showing so little of the movie, that this image is unlikely to be real. And that's that's my whoosh. Yeah, I, there was something else not too long ago where the Avengers were all like, it showed him jumping and Hulk was wearing like sort of a similar outfit, and then mm-hmm. that turned out to not be true. Yeah, that was a Hulkbuster armor, right? No, 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 not the armor. He was wearing just sort of like the skin tight, like right, right. shield looking. Yeah. When he remember when he was like Professor Hulk recently, or not, right. not recently, but a few years ago. When yeah. does this movie come? Doctor Banner working for yeah. Shield. Mm-hmm. When does this movie come out? Uh, uh, end of a March. Yeah, April? They're, they're they're screwing things up. It's not. The, it's not in May. It's not it's May, April. which is Marvel slot. I don't know why they didn't it's April. keep that. Because now free it's comic on, day it's on have, this list because we're going up to April. Yeah. Now free comic day doesn't have an anchor movie for. You, know, you which could just wait. Me. For what? The movie. No, I'm saying it's only like two months away. Like, Sixty like days. The, the opening of a movie on Free Comic Day. No, no, I'm talking about trying to figure out what the movie's going to be. Before oh, yeah, it comes that's out. how just I just yeah. wait. That's what we're talking about. Like they they just came out with a trailer for the new Stephen King Pet Cemetery movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you don't want to know what the plot twist is because it's in the trailer. Oh man, it's I hope the, you don't want to know what the plot twist is. It's in is the four year old book. <laughs> no, it's different. No, it's different. They oh, change it, it from the book. Well, okay. don't put it, don't call it Pet Cemetery. No one dies. Still, no one dies in this version. <laughs> sometimes it's wrong. Isn't better. It's or wrong. Fred Gwynn says sometimes the whole big plot twist in this movie for what they changed. Thomas from the Jane book. kills his kid, and yes. then, uh, the pets come back. But well, you, no, they, hey, they literally put the whole big pot twist of the movie uh, in the trailer. Well, don't forget, A Dog's Way Home. We know the dog makes its way home. At, in, the it's in the trailer. <laughs> Question for you, Jack. In Pet Cemetery, the pets all die, but they come back. Is that acceptable to you? Is that cool? No. <laughs> I'm just wondering, because they, they, they live. No, they're not. In a they're weird, zombies. Oh, they are yeah. zombies. Yeah. They are zombie-type creatures. Zombies aren't cool, bro. They're ghouls, more. They're ghouls, because yeah. they can move fast, and they're vicious, and they seem to have an agenda of pain. Isn't a ghoul just a fancy zombie? Ooh, agenda a ghoul, a ghoul's a little more, I think, intelligent. Like, a yeah. ghoul actually is sort of like, they you can know, talk. A, a being, a, a, like an evil being. But they're being. cats. They're it, it, cats and dogs, they don't talk. Uh, but cats they are inherently have, evil. Zombies don't have any agenda except to eat you. They are. I'm sorry. It's debatable. Are. And zombies are soft. And easily killed. Meh. We'll Whoosh. see. Whoosh. Whoosh. Hey, there's another Avengers... Uh, 
<laughs> go ahead. You can have it, Jack. No, you don't have any news. That's your oh, news. Oh, really? Yeah. Get your news. Go ahead. That's your I, piece. Do it. They're, they, they were in the Super Bowl ad for the Avengers movie. There was a couple, couple people who were pretty eagle-eyed that caught that a couple of the stills in the trailer were clearly missing people. Oh, yeah. They were like big gaps. And yeah. That's what people are trying in the to walking point out. line. Yeah. Do you think it's sad to be eagle-eyed when you can't fly? Okay. <laughs> so people are missing from these trailers, and people are figuring that they have... Well, there's there's space edited, between, which looks like a person should be there. Right. Yes. Right. But the the thing has been solved. What's Howard the Duck? No. Everyone has realized that it's Drax. Why? He's just standing still. Yeah, he's standing Oh, you can't still. see him? Yeah. Right, he's standing extremely still. He's standing next to wrestler, um... What's his name? Cena? Yeah. Oh, just no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him and John Cena are... Cena's are, standing there just waiting John Cena, and John Cena is actually in front of Drax, is what it is. He's figured out a new way to be, uh, <laughs> to be unseen, yeah. I forgot the invisible thing. That was great. That's, That's actually good, Jack. You did you did good. Um, but who could it be? It could be Hulk. It could be any of the CGI it's, characters. It's it's Hulk in the... It's, uh, it's Hulk. Hulk in Wakanda. that suit. It's Hulk from the Wakanda scene that we never got. That was in the trailer for the yes, first movie yes. that never ended up in the... You know what you should do? Give Hulk, like, vibranium <laughs> armor. Then he'd be totally unstoppable. He already is pretty unstoppable. But with that armor, he'd be... It's abomination. Just turn him red and set him on fire. Bingo. There you go. His claws can light on fire. He'd be Hulk yeah. Wolver. Hulk, Hulk Wolverine. Hulk Wolverine. Hulk Wolverine. Which is sadly enough a real thing. It's Wolk. Yeah. No, Hulk Wolverine is a thing, Jack. Whoosh. Weapon H. Whoosh. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Here's good news. I got I had some bad news to start with. I'm in a bad mood. Let's make me happier. Ooh, let's make you happy. Let's make you me happier. You want to sub? Uh, Simpsons have been renewed for seasons 31 and 32. Jesus Christ. Uh, which is even awesomer. At the conclusion of season 32, uh, Simpsons will have produced 713 episodes total. Hmm. Uh, they, they are the longest-running primetime scripted show in television history. They surpassed Gunsmoke in the 29th season. Um, da, 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 it's currently on 30th season. The show has won 33 Emmy Awards, 34 Annie Awards, whatever that is. Uh, 2016 People's Choice Award, 2016 Environmental Media Award. I don't know what that is either. The Peabody, and been nominated for an Academy Award for the short Longest Daycare. Uh, the movie grossed $527 million. Hey man, I know a lot of people like to like it's a, it's the cool like fad thing to hate bash on the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, like everybody's like, oh Simpsons, but ooh, Family Guy's still funny. No, it's not. No, it never first was. of all, first of all, Simpsons kills Family Guy. Family Guy is one of those things that's like they're funny by pushing the, the you know the limits of right. decency, and that's funny sometimes. But Simpsons is just truly funny. Yeah, uh, you don't so, you don't always have to be like dirty to be funny. And the Simpsons, Simpsons the Simpsons are the best adult themed cartoon. So it's the Flintstones. Follows very closely. By uh, Futurama, well, and then you get South Park, well, and then you get something that's, else, that's and the then game. you get Family Guy. In my opinion, South Park's maybe a one-trick pony. South Park has its moments. It's man. funny. I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm not saying I don't laugh at it every once in a while. But I can't watch South Park. You see Principal Baby. I can't watch it every week because it's just it's. it's well, that's because you don't have you don't you only have basic cable. You well, don't have the no, advanced cable. I have that channel. It's just boring to watch every week. <laughs> you're, I think you're wrong. South it, Park. South Park is good. It's okay. I mean, I, I do laugh at it. I'm not downing South Park. I'm just saying that The Simpsons is a whole league above that. Just because they're both cartoons doesn't necessarily mean they should be in the same category. Uh, okay. Yeah. Simpsons is great. I love Simpsons. I'm a fanboy. I'm biased. I don't care. Whatever. Do you, how long do you think it'll go? Honestly, I, I, I'm I one of those finite people. Like, I actually like when something ends. Right. I, I'd like so, to like, see I it. wouldn't mind seeing Simpsons come to a conclusion at some point. I wonder point. how they how they Firefly. Work. Just ended. Firefly should have had at least another season or so. Firefly should have had seven seasons. It got a movie. Yeah. A movie. Seven seasons of the movie. It washed off real nice. Anyway. Alright. Uh, yeah, I like when things end. I like when things end. I like when things aren't touched again. Like, I don't like remakes of movies and stuff very yeah, much yeah, ever. Yeah, But, but um, yeah, Simpsons could cemetery. be cool. Yeah. You know what would be neat if the last season they said it was the last season? And the whole season they wrapped up various people's stories. That'd be neat. Because Simpsons has a... Huge Arguably cast. the biggest cast in right. any TV show ever. Simpsons. And yeah, you slowly wrap up their stories, like a, a Boo episode, and uh, uh, well, that's already well, yeah, happened. Right? A Mr. Burns episode. Did they get and rid just, of a Pooh? They're, yeah, they, they, they're doing people. something. Yeah, I, I don't know. So they're I don't trying know. to make them less offensive. Well, people to are whining. People are just getting rid of. You know, I saw that documentary, Indian yeah. Descent. 
And and I understand it. I mean, it is, even it Hank pretty, Azaria, who does the voice up, who completely 100% I mean, it's, it's pretty offensive. Well, yeah, he gets it. Highly stereotypical character. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, I understand it. Look, I I'm not I'm not like I'm not an SJW or whatever like the, right. the, the disgusted word that people like to throw out there. Acronym. You're a white knight, Curtis. I'm a white knight, but uh yeah, I I, I don't Knights think I don't think there's any problem listening to some people's no criticism or complaints. Right. And I, yeah. I don't immediately actually, get my hackles up just because of something like I, that. I think it's great that the Simpsons took this thing that people said, hey, this is offensive, and instead of being like, they're like, okay, well, let's talk about it. That's yeah. how that's how the social discourse should go. Right. And it rarely ever does. Right. Anyway, there you go. Simpsons 3132. We got that. Awesome. There is Whoosh! a... Uh, the uh, people at Hive Mind, which is a production company spinning off from Bad Robot, is actually making a uh, documentary about EC, EC Comics founder William Gaines. Huh. And, uh, how is he going to be connected to Cloverfield? No. And how his comic uh, company was basically run run out of business by the Comics Code Authority. Uh, it, it's a story that I know from you know reading reading about it, and I really look forward to uh, to, to watching this. It could be fascinating. That's cool. Screw the Comics Code Authority. Exactly. Screw you for forcing people to edit themselves. Well, because because of the Comics Code Authority, we got Zuvembies and Living Vampires. Screw you (laughs) really big. (laughs) Zuvembies. When are Zuvembies coming back? Are you done? Whoosh. Thank you. I have one piece (laughs) of news, actually. What you got? What you got? Games Workshop is coming out with a new (laughs) set of Skaven and Flesh Eater models. Uh, Skaven are rat men who run underground and attempt to kill non-rat men. Well, what do they do that for? Because they're rat uh, bastards. Hmm. Skaven are actually pretty cool. They're um, they a lot of stuff that they do to each themselves as well. They like mutate each other. They put guns on themselves. They shoot green rocks at people. They're sure. pretty neat. They're not my fashion of choice, but they do have an appeal to them. And then they're coming out with the uh, Flesh Eaters. They're coming out with a box set for um, Age of Sigmar. They're going to call it the Carrion Empire. You would think that the rats would be the Carrions. No, it would be the vampires. Okay. And um, they're really neat because they're redoing a bunch of sculpts and stuff for them. They're redoing their history. Carrion's a great Marvel character. Okay, you say that if you want to. <laughs> it's true. Well, whatever, but it's going it to be back. a really big box set. It looks like it's probably going to be in the $100, $150 range again for another one of their sets. It's going to come with a bunch of pieces. Um, the models are going to be really cool on them, especially if you're more aligned to the Death Faction, which I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool stuff. And then next year they're coming out with all new Grant Alliance books and stuff for them. They're, currently they have their uh, Las Vegas Open going on for Games Workshop. They've been just pumping news out and stuff for all that. Um, it's really cool. I'm all about it. I like the games. Right. I like, I like you, you their like box pa- games like, more that they have. Right, which you like you can, painting them a lot, right? I do. I, it's how I relax. Yeah. And um, I masturbate. That's fine. You can do whatever you want. So, it's pretty cool, man. I really enjoy it. Cool. Whoosh. Nickelodeon and Netflix are teaming up for two semi-original movies. Uh, I don't. I don't really know why I'm promoting this because I don't like uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's going to be cartoon? a yeah, the new cartoon. Okay, it will be a movie based on that series, but it will be its own thing. It will basically be a movie. Is this the it's, one where they don't be. say Cowabunga anymore? Uh, I'm. You know what? I haven't really watched it. I've just seen the commercials for it. I didn't know anything about it. But it's, it's real kitty art. It, it, it's, yeah, I, I, the art threw me. Rafi, Ra- Raphael is the leader. Yeah, that's the new one. And that's... Leonardo is the cool turtle. Yep. Really? They switch places. Well, Mikey? It's so weird. Well, Mike, I thought Mikey he was, was never the cool turtle. Mikey was always the cool anyway, turtle. Anyway, I, I haven't watched cool it. Turtle. So anyway, Netflix is doing a movie, Rise and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They, uh, okay, whatever. They're also doing a movie for the show Loud House, which I recently discovered because my not, youngest yeah, watched it. It's not a terrible that. show. Yeah, it's all right. But uh, those are coming out later on this year, I guess. Blah, 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 blah. They don't really have... They're not, like I said, not a continuation of the show. So I guess it's just going to be like a feature movie almost on Netflix. Hmm. Okay. That's a good deal. Netflix and Nickelodeon. Good for them. Yay! Even though they already got some stuff. But Hulu tends to have more Nickelodeon stuff. So maybe they're shifting over to Netflix. Cool. It's whoever has the... In the streaming wars, yeah. That's actually where I... I The streaming wars. 
That's kind of what uh, we're at right now. Yeah, we are. Everyone has their own service. Anyway, I think I'm done with news. Yeah, we're, 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 I have one more piece. We're just about back to um, basic cable providers at this point. Yeah, pretty There's much. So many choices. Yeah. Hey, yeah. cut the cord. Okay, cool. Who am I signing up with this week? To get yeah. The, yeah. Oh, no, it's just as much as cable was. No yep. cord. It's the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Anyway, whoosh. Uncanny X-Men Winter's End, which was supposed to come out this February, is now slipping till mid-March. Uh, so that That's cool. would make it winter ended last week. Um, yeah, because Puxatani saw his uh, shot. And did he? No. Yes. no. I, I thought he, that was early That little bastard, man. We got one week of winter down here. I was just complaining <laughs> about this off hey, the air. We, we don't have spring. We go straight into summer, dude. Yeah. Like, we We're never already back spring. into it. Yeah. There's never spring No, we here. do spring. Oh, really? Like, the cold front comes through, makes it cold that night. The next day, it's yeah, kind of springy. The and then the day, day after that, it's hot as balls again. <laughs> I don't think you understand the concept like of the spring. Like, 71. The concept of the spring. The flowers come out, and it's beautiful. There's a or bunch fall. of flowers down here in Florida. Or, or fall, where things yeah, start to die, and it's gorgeous. It never stops yeah. raining, and it never stops Kurt, sunshine. Yeah, you'd be a fan of the fall. It gets cool. It gets really cool, but it's it's like a, not a like cold cool. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. You got to put on maybe a, a light sweater. Yeah, I don't like that. I like cold. I I, I would prefer to live like in northern Alberta. Eskimo. Yeah, I, I like I like the uh, the um, the seasons, the change of seasons. No, I don't. But winter's end is is no. not going to be in the winter anymore. Okay. Which I hope doesn't affect the Uncanny X Men book too badly because I'm really the the annual and then the new issue is really turning me around in that book. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, so I hope I hope that keeps up, and I hope it's as awesome as it is now. It's X Men. It won't. I know, <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying to keep the faith on a book I don't have faith in. Yeah, and that's hard. Try harder, homie. Try harder, homie. <laughs> and that's the news. That's the news. Whoosh. This episode of Jack's Box Average Report brought to you by Jingle. Jingle, stretch your mind. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt's the smoker now. Yeah, I'm tired, man. Like, yeah, you look you look out of it, dude. All right. Yeah. All right, hey, it's box office report time, Jack. Tell us what we're doing, you son of a... Oh, he's uncle? Yeah. So... We did some bets last week, like we always do. Kurt upped it to three instead of two. Oh, that's right. I, I, I did a special one. Did yep. I win? Yup. Yay! Really? Yeah, unfortunately. Ah, I don't remember the special one. I Well, then it'll be a shock to you. It will. Okay, these are all, here we go. These will all be a surprise, because I don't Jack, remember any of it. run us down. The box out. Don't give you nothing. We just took a break. <laughs> yeah, but I forgot to open a program. It took me an hour to find this sheet of paper. <laughs> did it really? That's a long time, Holmes. Yeah. yeah, he was an archaeologist going through all the old crap. Whatever, I'll just update it later. So the box office that we have for this week is going to be number one was Glass, pulled in nine point five. So first of all, Glass is two weeks old. Glass is two, uh, three, three weeks, old. three weeks old. But this is the first time in two years that the box office has not had a single movie make over ten million dollars. Well, cool. it's, it's it's that time of the year too, where it's like. It doesn't have to be that time of the year because they really tried to push Miss Bala. Yeah, that's Michelle Rodriguez and the girl which, and the female director from uh, Twilight. Yeah, which disappoints me because I really I saw the trailer for so that. So Glass pulled in nine point five, which you. means me over. it won. Yeah, the it won. upside pulled in eight point six. That was number two. That was number two. Miss Bala comes in at number three. Oh wow! With six point eight, it started out at number three. Yes, two movies that were old. But the bright side for the movie Miss Bala, it was the if, budget. If you consider it a, a yes, it's even cheaper than Glass was. It's got a fifteen million dollar budget. It's already made half of that. <laughs> well, so this movie will make back its money. Maybe. What's the international numbers look like? I'll tell I don't you, know, I will tell but you. it's not going to be big over in uh, the normal... It's not going to do why? super... Because this movie is aimed specifically at the Spanish-speaking countries. They're aiming it at Brazil, Mexico... Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, pretty much, and I remember this from my blockbuster days looking at movie stuff a lot, anything with someone shooting a gun does really well overseas. They like dumb action movies. Uh, and if this qualifies, I mean, I'm not sure... So it's made $42,000 overseas. 42000 <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt wow. had to cover his face. Yeah, he yawned. Um, but and then coming in at number four, which is where I get my first point. Yeah, your only point. All right, <laughs> is Aquaman pulling in four point eight? I said Aquaman would beat Miss Bala. Okay, Gene, okay. where did you go? Gene, I, I don't know. You, 
Okay. Oh, so I win? So me and Gene get a point. Yeah, Kurt one loses point. a And Kurt does not. He loses a point? Yes. Not only does he not get one, but he loses but one. But here's where <laughs> I lose a point. Uh-oh. And Aquaman pulled in 4.8 at number 4, which means Spider-Man came in in 5th place oh, with 4.5. Right. And which, uh, where, where did I fall on that one? You, you agreed with me. Yeah, you that got Aquaman, So You got 3. You got 3 out of 3. Did he really? What? Yeah, he got all three. What? Yeah. Jack, Jack, what, what was the third one? Under on Miss Bala. Ah, what? I took over. You took over. You were like... I thought it would do well. Yeah, it looked were... like a good action Wait, movie three... that I figured should have been pretty yeah, good. What did you get, Jack? Wait, that's Michelle Rodriguez in that yeah. movie? Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Well, that's and, why I uh, bet you she was like six of that. Who the director of Twilight was? I don't know what her name I was. I bet you anything she was like six of that $15 million budget. I doubt that. She's, I mean, if females made anything near what guys should make, Michelle Rodriguez would be at the top of that. I doubt that, too. Oh, she's burned it. <laughs> Name a big movie Michelle Rodriguez has been in besides Fast and the Furious. Well, Fast and the Furious is a big one, I would say. I'd grind but she wasn't even the main target, main, main person in the Isn't she in Grindhouse? One Michelle of them. Rodriguez? But then I coming so, in, she? coming know. in at sixth place was Green Book with 4.3 mil. Okay. Uh, the kid who would be king is number seven with four point two. It's not Michelle Rodriguez; it's Gina Rodriguez. Same thing. Racist. Oh Jesus, really? Real racist? Yeah, wow. it's Gina Rodriguez. Because I confused two people. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh, Jack's racist. Number seven is no, a dog. Number eight is a show. dog's way home. Only boy with three point six. The dog <laughs> makes it home. The dog does make it home. We find that out in the. Uh, wait, what if he goes through the pet cemetery in Act Two? Dies and comes back. You don't know that. What if the What if the guy is like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so amazed you made it home," and then a car hits him as he <laughs> That would be an awesome movie. You cry your ass off. I would. Off. Number nine is Escape Room, pulling another two point nine, and surprisingly, surprisingly, at number ten is They Shall Not Grow Old. What is that? Uh, that is the Peter Jackson World War One documentary. Oh that yeah, I, w- I really want to see that. Wait, wait, Peter Jackson in World War One? I, I yeah. told you about this like weeks ago. I'm sure you did, but I'm, he, in, I'm Peter in Jackson took World War One footage and stuff like that. They completely like redigitized it. And, oh, like, you did colored it. Yes. And, like it looks amazing. I want to see that. I do too. That. Yeah, it's only in 735 theaters, but apparently somewhere along the line, it's made 10.7 mil. Well, we do yeah, have a local dude. local cinema that does show those those small run films. That's neat. I guess. The one that Jack and I frequent. But that's it. So I got one point. Kurt got two points. Two. Gene got three. Gene got three. Well, so I'm calling this week a wash. Some of us just know movies and some yeah. of us don't. Okay. Kurt or Jack. Let's see how much movies you know. <laughs> okay. Movies coming out next week. What do you got? This right? week. This week. Happy Death Day 2. No. That's next week. That's next week. <laughs> oh. Okay. See how much Jeez. I know. <laughs> I know. I know my movies. <laughs> big movie, big movie, big movie. Stop. There is a big movie no, this week. No whammies. Yes. The biggest movie coming out this week is going to be Lego Movie 2. Yeah, baby. Oh opening to 4,300 theaters. Yeah. Oh, nice. Big release. There are also three other movies that are large releases. Who this cares? Week. Let's talk about Lego Movie. Give me a second. What's the projection? Cold Pursuit is opening to 26. Ooh. Uh, that's, that's, that's the Liam Neeson movie. That movie just had a big... Um, Probably a publicity problem. Yeah. I don't know how big of a problem it's going to be. Oh, there's there's a lot of I'm already hearing it. I'm already hearing yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem. Deal. Yeah, Liam Neeson's kind of... Which, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to talk about that because I, my opinion is not going to be You brought a, it up. Welcome one. Oh, really? Amongst me? Amongst anyone. Oh, because off the air, I've already browbeat Gene today. <laughs> what, about that? About dumb crap. You about dumb stuff. You I, tell Curse in a bad mood, so he just goes off. I'm, I sneezed, and you're like, that's not how you sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get the Prodigy opening to 2,500. Wait, Prodigy, what was that again? That's that stupid little kid that paints his face up in the sugar <laughs> that's, that's, uh, the sugar skulls. Pre-AOL. <laughs> this this is the, we don't have anything original anymore, so let's rip Remember off. the trailers, like the little kid? He the movie like, with like, Damien? Yeah, you oh, think it's a yeah, Damien yeah, yeah. thing. Crap. F that movie. Okay. And then the other large movie this week is What Men Want. Oh, yeah, boy. I don't care. Uh, because of Valentine's Day that's coming out. Probably. Right. It's getting a jump on the other stuff. So that will come in second, I think, after Lego, which is Lego's going to be way above anything. Well, I, didn't, I didn't write down what so, men want, but I'll add it to our list. That's fine, <laughs> because they're actually that. predicting that all four of the new movies this week are going to be one, two, three, and four. Okay, well, what's, well, what's, yeah. what's the numbers? So the big movie this week is Lego, and they're predicting 52.5. I'm going to say over. Wow. 52. I'm going over. I feel, I feel strong about this. I am going to go over as well, because the, the box, no one's seeing movies. And, and it's the, Lego. I mean, it is a, it is a, it looks good. Those I have movies, to go over. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. positive. Those so movies are, those movies are, are wildly popular. So then we have What Men Want, which is predicting to be at number two. And I agree with that. Pulling in 25 mil. 
20, that's a big that, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say a little under on that one. I'm going to go under as well. But I think it's going to do well. I think it'll be close to that number, but not quite hit it. I'll go over for the fun of it. Just give us something that can No, pick about. what you want, baby. No, no, no. we got to have competition, gonna... otherwise boring. Yeah, we all no. pick the same thing. I agree, like... but don't go against what you want. No, pick what your heart you got to follow your heart, Curtis. The heart I'm, wants I'm, what the heart wants. I'm going to go over. Okay, then number three, we First have Valentine's Cold Pursuit. Movie. Cold Pursuit's going to make less. Go, mm-hmm. Give me the thing. 12.7. Under. Under. Ooh, Jack's looking like over. I don't know. Just say it, Jack. Just say over. I yeah, just follow know. your heart. Follow your, <laughs> follow your heart. Over. I'm going to pick over because I don't know how much people After are really going to care movie, about. you you're going to yeah. walk around at night looking for any oh, bad no, 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 no. decent movie. No, 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 to kill. To kill, kill. yeah. Wow, jeez. Moving on. Liam Neeson suddenly, like, he's lost his mind and he thinks he's one of the characters from his movie. Except he's racist. He's wandering around looking for uh, Kevin Spacey to kill. Yeah, he's Kiefer Sutherland and a time to kill. Oh, Jesus. There you go. That's the three picks we got for this week. No, we got the Prodigy. You gotta give us that number. We got Prodigy too? Yeah, we gotta do Four of them? Yeah. There's four new movies. That's the Prodigy sound. Dude, I used to love the... I used to... Prodigy the hell out of stuff. <laughs> Prodigy's estimated at 7.5. Under. I'm going under. No, I'm going to go under. <laughs> under, no, under. Double under. I yeah, think, I, say under, I, no I under. have to go under. I, I can't do that. You can't. You know how money, that kind of money. Yeah. People would rather see Liam Neeson than, than, than Prodigy. I, think, <laughs> I honestly think that that, dr- that crap with him is going to bump up the movie. What? Bump up the movie? Really? Yeah. What, you think like people will show up in their white hoods? Like all righties <laughs> are going to go see this all of a sudden? I'm not saying that. I'm so, just saying any... <laughs> Welcome to Comics Game. Any news Neeson. is good news, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Liam, and then uh, Liam Neeson has been seen hanging out and with then we have three, Richard Spencer approves. <laughs> we have three big movies opening Jesus. next week for <laughs> Valentine's Day. Did we really say all that on the yeah, air? You are, and I can't edit this out. <laughs> yeah, you can. No, I can't. How can you? My edit capable. button's broken. He's not capable. Yeah, yeah, you're capable. <laughs> uh, first one Just that's big coming out. Right there. <laughs> And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> oh, I'm the bad guy? You're Darth Vader, Jack. Of course you are. Yes, and, next, next and Curse week, the Emperor. Next the, week's a big week. The, next week we get three th- <laughs> we get three large movies. The first one's going to be Happy Death Day to you. Which I think will be a big one. I, I, I yeah. well. It's a Valentine's movie and people don't want to see that what men want thing. I don't know if Happy Death Day is really a Valentine's movie. It kind of is. It's a date movie. It's a date movie. It's a fun horror movie. But there's a bigger romantic movie coming out on the 13th because really? they're like, hey, you can't beat us to the punch on Valentine's Day. The story of Jack. And that's, isn't it romantic? Oh boy. Oh, Who's in that? What's that? I have no idea. I, I actually care. have to click on this to see what the hell this is about. I have bi- no idea. It's, a, uh, bi- it's Tom Hanks and, and... It's a biopic about and, uh, Jack's Oh no. Life. Oh no! It is worse than anything. Uh, Rebel mail. Wilson. Oh. Rebel Ooh. Wilson. What is yep, it? it's a Rebel Wilson movie. Oh, that's right. under. Who's Rebel Wilson? <laughs> She's a terrible actor. She's uh, what? Fat Amy. From, oh. Um, Jeez, what? what are you calling people that's names? Her, her character's name is Fat Amy from the singing movies. Yes, per- Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I hate her. Uh, why? Because she's, right. she's big. No, I don't care if she's You big. insensitive prick. I like big women. A lot of push. And then... Jeez. <laughs> a lot of what? That, that's, that's far from the most offensive thing said in the last ten minutes. All right? I know. I had, something, I had something really offensive to say, but I'm not going to say it. And then the biggest, edit it out. <laughs> I'll and say it the, off here. And okay. then the biggest movie that's going to flop this year is Alita Battle Angel comes out on the 14th. Yeah, no, you know what? Man. Uh, there's actually a few things to consider with this movie. Number one, and I'm not sure how big a difference this is going to make. Alita is going to bomb are, harder than Hiroshima. Well, thing. Uh, if you're a T-Mobile customer, you can get tickets for four bucks. So oh, is wow. that T-Mobile stepping well, is up there, to make Alita Battle Angel? I don't believe you are going to jump on me on what Listen, I said. Are, yeah. are there enough customers for that to make a difference? I don't know. No, there's not. I don't know, but it's going to... It's not. It's, it's the only reason I'm going to go see it. I'm so glad that you keep pushing the T-Mobile no, out because not. I'm going to go get my free socks. I mean, geez, if, um, if, Sprint, if Sprint were to take this up and promote this show too... You are such a flame. I'm wearing them right now. T-Mobile socks, baby. If Sprint were to uh, step up and also promote this, I mean, Jesus, this might anyone, be the best you know picture what? next anyone, year. Anyone, anyone, anyone that gives free stuff out, I'm all for. I mean, heck, if if uh, if Nextel picks this thing up and hey, starts promoting man. it as well, this thing might beat. Uh, I can't wait to Titanic. stream this to my Motorola Razor flip phone. <laughs> hey, I hate those phones. With my fat fingers, I always dial the wrong number on the razors. What's new? Yeah. Anyway, now we're talking with Scotty Wheels. 
Hey, this is Gene, and you're listening to Nerd Nation Radio. And tonight we're here talking to producer Scotty Wheels. He's here to talk about his new film, Once Upon a Superhero. How are you, Scotty? Doing great, Gene. Thanks so much for having me on. How are you today? I'm amazing. I'm really excited to see this movie, and it's airing tonight at Movies of Lake Worth. So all you Nerd Nation fans need to come on out. And and by the way, if you do come on out and you see me in my Nerd Nation t-shirt or Engineer Jack, hit me up and there might be a prize waiting for you if you're one of the first to see me. But anyway, we're we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk to Scotty. Uh, I'm very happy to have you here, and uh, I hope you're enjoying your stay in Florida. Gene, I am a, a longtime uh, back-and-forth lover of Florida. I've lived here myself a little bit, went to school in Gainesville briefly before they threw me out of there in under a year. But uh, <laughs> I have a long history with Florida, so I'm super, st- uh, super stoked to be down here and uh, getting ready to show the film tonight. Excellent. Now, did did you move to L.A. to pursue filmmaking? Yeah, um, I had become friends with a buddy of mine who I, I, I've, I've lived in L.A. two different times. The first time I moved there, uh, I met director John Klein. But at that time, we weren't really talking about film. I had moved back to New York briefly. And then upon moving back to Los Angeles, John had written several scripts and had approached me about uh, producing them. And, uh, you know, basically we wanted to take our own route and go independently, uh, not be so much tied down to studio-type films, but really push the envelope of independent filmmaking was our goal from the get-go. And that kind of started our journey back at that. So when I moved back, uh, you know, I started to check out some of the scripts, and uh, that's where we began. So, you, so you're in L.A., you decided to make a film. Uh, how did Once Upon a Superhero come about? Uh, well, funny story, it was originally a short film about a guy who believed he was Space Ghost. And uh, <laughs> we had... <laughs> you know, the film has some pretty racy content in it, and even at the time when it was still a short film, it had some of the more racier elements attached to it. And uh, Warner Brothers had owned the rights, and they certainly weren't going to let us do that. So uh, we forged our own path and came up uh, with our own character, uh, Solar Flare. And Solar Flare began the process where John had stepped back and started to rewrite the script uh, around this, which is where it currently landed, which is about a guy who truly believes he is has been exiled to Earth without his superpowers for 189 days. And uh, that really began the process of him going back. And then he turned around and was like, you know what, I think we have a full feature film here. And that's how it unraveled. And here we are six years later with a, an hour and 52-minute feature. Wow. Now, you mentioned that you actually filmed this in, in your apartment or in your apartment building. No, we didn't film it in the apartment. We we made the whole movie out of our apartment building. Uh, John oh, I and I have been roommates. Uh, John and I have been roommates uh, going back to 2009. Uh, so our whole apartment became shifted with each phase of our production. You know, when we were in pre-production and designing the costumes and preparing the whole thing and doing table reads, we would do all of that out of the apartment. And then when we began the filming process you know, from being out there, a lot of what we filmed, we live, just to give your audience a little perspective, we live in Hollywood, two blocks, three blocks northwest of Hollywood and Highland, which is really the OG center of this um, cosplay universe that has just expanded like crazy to Vegas and Times Square now. Um, But that stuff was really prevalent in our neighborhood. And, you know, it began this... uh, 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 process of like you know when we were going through the production of it everything was right there and all the filming we did was in and around the area so it made it really easy you know we would have people running back and forth charging batteries bringing it back to us on Hollywood Boulevard or wherever we were guerrilla filming that day and you know so forth and then post-production you know all the editing John and our editor Bob spent like two years in the apartment editing the film the editing is, is just off the charts phenomenal. And then as well, working the score of the film uh, with a gentleman named Faraz, 
and and the score just really propels the, the picture and really holds it together in another way. You know, everybody loves the score of the movie. Uh, so far that uh, has seen it, I hear that constantly. So, yeah, so the, the, the apartment was the epicenter through the entire process. The, the heart of the film, yeah, I get it. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Now, you mentioned the term guerrilla filmmaking. For some of our listeners that might not know what that is, can you explain how this film was, was made using guerrilla tactics? Well, you know, going back to what I had mentioned earlier you know, our whole thing was we wanted to push the envelope of independent filmmaking and, and do something different, you know, lay something out there to, to challenge originality, you know, to, to inspire other filmmakers. And with guerrilla filmmaking, that means no permits, no rules, no nothing. <laughs> That's how we did this film. We did this film out of an apartment in Hollywood with absolutely no permits, no budget, no rules, just a real insane passion for filmmaking and, and bringing this thing to the finish line, which took six years. That, that's incredibly ballsy. Did you actually run into any trouble with uh, filming where, where you shouldn't, maybe shouldn't have been? You know, we, we really traveled with a very skeletal crew. Um, all the details were very thought out. We, we did not try to make anything obvious. Uh, we, we were pretty clean most of the way. Nobody really ever bothered us. And then we were filming right in the middle of a lot of human traffic, you know, on Hollywood Boulevard, all the tourists right on Hollywood and Highland. Uh, so we, it, it's also a little bit easier to kind of camouflage yourself and step into the background because there's a lot of people walking around with cameras in Hollywood, you know, uh, for a variety and whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're certainly not the only ones, but we were mindful. The only time we ever had an issue, we were we were actually filming uh, in a park, <laughs> and I won't name the park. We were filming in the park, and they were filming a commercial under us. And somebody came <laughs> up to us and was like, "Hey, do you guys have permits?" And we were like, eh, "I forgot what we said, but we always traveled with uh, a crisp hundred or two. And uh, uh, needless to say, we, we greased a palm or two, and they left us alone, and we were able to film. And, and it, was an, it was an intricate part of the, uh, of the movie, the scene we were shooting that day. And it was, it was something that was very difficult to schedule in the first place, so we really needed to get it that day. That's so amazing. Kind of, kind of working, like, right under their noses, but off the grid. That, that's pretty amazing to me. You know, that's the way we did the whole thing. You know, we're, we're under the commercial and, you know, right where we're supposed to be in the, in the gritty side of things. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, um, as far as the film itself, um, because you hired some pretty, pretty great actors. Um, some of them are really going places based on uh, what I'm seeing on their IMDb pages. Now, um, how, how, did, how did you um, fund the film? Were there investors or you did it all yourself? Everything was self-funded. Um, wow. everything was, was done over the course of time. Uh, like I said, when, when John had initially approached, uh, me about producing and, uh, you know, the first thing he was just like, you know what, Disney's not going to come knocking on our door. Uh, you know, I'm going to fund this. We're going to do this in the most cost effective way. And that was the other thing we wanted to show filmmakers. You don't need to sit there and waste millions and whatever Hollywood does with these movies and God knows how much wasteful spending. And you can make something of supreme quality in under a million or a half a million dollars, you know, and that was also another thing that was, we were really adamant about is, is making this film for as bare bones as possible for, for truly, you know, you always want to pay everybody for their work. And of course, everybody deserves everything, but also when you don't, when you're building your name and you're trying to be taken seriously, and when you're looking to win the title and you have that hunger in your eyes, you'll do whatever it takes to make that happen at that time. And I think for us, the, the, the main players in this movie, we were all locked in and focused on another level. Yes, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, on, on this show, we talked to a lot of um, independent comic book makers, and they have that same feeling. So you have some uh, incredible actors uh, on this film, and, and some of them, since making the film, because it took you a number of years, have really shot up. Uh, specifically, I noticed Yvette, uh, and I can't remember her last name. I'm sorry, I don't have it written down here. Um, is she your female lead on the show, on the on the movie? Of uh, that Monreal, of that Monreal. Yes, yes, and she's really going places. I yeah, I'm sorry. Monreal. Her name was Yvette Monreal. Okay, Yvette um, Monreal. 
Right. Uh, specifically, Yvette Monreal, she seems to really be going places right now. Um, she's starring in, in the new Rambo film coming up. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, uh, John and I are really beyond stoked. Number one, Yvette is just such a great, great person, really wonderful girl, and uh, awesome to see her going places. What's really interesting, when she shot this with us, I think at that time she was only around 20 or 21. She didn't even have an agent or a manager yet. And while we went through a three-, four-year post-production process, she's been rising, and next thing you know, She's coming out in the new Rambo, John and I being huge uh, Stallone fans uh, from back in the day. God knows how many times I've watched uh, all the Rockies and Rambos. Sure. And, uh, yeah, she also just got cast in DC's new series, Stargirl, which uh, is very exciting. Can't say anything about the character, but uh, keep an eye out for her. She's going to have a big year. I am so excited for that show. And, um, I might actually spring for the DC streaming service just for that show. So I'm kind of excited to to see her pop up in there. Yeah. Check out her Instagram at Yvette Monreal. Uh, I believe she just posted some stuff with the costuming and gave uh, some sneak peeks and just posted some uh, cool screenshots from the upcoming Rambo. Uh, Ooh, excellent. I'll, I'll definitely hit that up and all the nerd nation radio fans should go to her Instagram and like it. And as well as the Once Upon a Superhero page. And where else are you? You're on Instagram as well, Scotty? Yes, our Instagram is at Once Upon a Superhero the Movie. Excellent. So everyone go like that page. Is, mm-hmm. And our website is onceuponasuperhero.com. Excellent. Terrific. Um, so you're going to be tonight, this is Friday. You're going to be appearing at Movies of Lake Worth. The showing is at 9 o'clock. Uh, if they show up a little bit early, will they, will they see you uh, rambling around the uh, the movie theater to meet people? They will 100% see me. I would uh, love to meet some people in person. I really genuinely enjoy that. I love talking about the film. I am going to be doing an introduction, and I'm also going to be taking questions after. And God knows people have many questions after they see this movie. So you definitely don't want to miss this because I'm sure Lake Worth doesn't always have events like this. And Once Upon a Superhero is truly a special film. Uh, Sadly, we only get one uh, playing time. We are moving along. So please get out and take advantage of this time to see it. Once Upon a Superhero was meant to be seen on the big screen. The entire film is a moving art piece. And I just was in there last night doing a test. The sound, the screen, everything is off the charts in there. Can't wait to show it inside that theater. Yes, it's going to be a remarkable night. I, I'm going to be there with bells on. I'm, I'm dragging Engineer Jack with me tonight. Uh, he he likes going there as well. We usually go there for the morbid movies event that movies are like worth do about once a month. Uh, Michael Savato, who runs that, is a is a great guy. Hopefully, we'll see him tonight. Yeah, I've heard all about the uh, Morbid Movie series, and that sounds, uh, you know, that crowd, I believe, is right up the Once Upon a Superhero Alley, and uh, I check programming over there, which looks like a lot of fun, and if you're into that kind of programming, I'm pretty confident you will dig Once Upon a Superhero. Excellent. I know um, a lot of my indie film fans um, and, and comic book movie friends, I've let them know that this is airing tonight, and they're looking forward to it as well. Uh, and I think, uh, tell me if there's anything that we missed that, that I should have mentioned in our little talk here. Yeah, well, let me tell you a little something about Once Upon a Superhero. It's a, about a self-proclaimed superhero who goes by the name of Solar Flare, who has been exiled to Hollywood, California without his superpowers for 189 days. And as he begins to meet the underbelly, he descends into a drug-induced loss of self as he awaits the return of his superpowers. That's incredible. I cannot wait to see this film. I could not be more excited to go and experience this with you tonight. Hey, I, I really appreciate that, and I really appreciate the Nerd Nation support. You guys have been fantastic. You know, so many people down here I really have enjoyed already uh, – meeting and talking to several different people from the students at Palm Beach State College yesterday in their film school to Nerd Nation and several others. What a great community down here, and I'm super stoked to be able to uh, show it to you guys. So, Scotty, I hear there is a dog in this film. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, yes, there is. And he uh, has a very memorable 10 to 15 minutes of screen time. Uh, his uh, name is Little Boulevard, and he is the companion <laughs> of one of the co-stars, Solar Flare's best friend, Captain Boulevard. And Little Boulevard is actually director John Klein's dog, who is a rescue dog from downtown Los Angeles. So one of the things we've been doing while we are setting up shows, and tonight's actually the first time we are doing this, and we're going to start adding this on all future shows, we've uh, put together a group called Little Boulevard's Rescue Team, where we're going to be working with local animal shelters at upcoming shows. And tonight we are teaming up with Helping Paws 22, which works with a bunch of different rescue shelters in South Florida, um, puppies, adoptees, uh, dogs that have been attacked or abandoned or whatever the case may be. Uh, if anybody can make a small donation, you could do HelpingPaws22 at yahoo.com and help those dogs. There's a lot of other ways you can contribute to, not just money. Uh, volunteering time and just helping spread the word is always appreciated. Uh, we, we, we're big uh, dog lovers and animal lovers in general and uh, would love to help some pups out there. Great. And, it, you know, if anyone does donate, um, hit me up via email, com, and I'll send you a free digital comic. Um, just do this because I'm an animal lover myself and I feel this is very important. And, I, and I'm glad you're doing it. And I thank you for for your service to the animals. Uh, we, we hope to uh, generally get it bigger and bigger. Like I said, it's our first time uh, doing it, and it's something we're going to continue to do and continue to grow with time. And uh, I thank you for supporting that and offering that. That's really kind of you. Absolutely. All right. I will see you Perfect. there tonight, sir. I look okay. forward to it. Thank you so much for having me it. on. I appreciate it. Of course. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Jet Set Radio. Radio. Hey, this is Jack, and you're listening to Nerd Nation Radio. And now we have a new segment called Friends of the Nation, uh, where Nerd Nation pushes and promotes some friends of ours who are not T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, Kurt, would you like to go first, or would you uh, like me to? I'll, I'll go first. Um, look, I got a buddy on YouTube, a good guy named Brian Jones, B-R-Y-A-N. Uh, he's a young man, lives up in, I believe, Missouri. Uh, does a lot of just stuff, staring at the camera, talking, reviewing foods and whatnot. He's a really good guy, though. Really nice guy. I came across him on an accident, and uh, he's really friendly. Really good guy. I'd like to throw a shout-out to him. He was celebrating uh, over 500 subscribers just Oh, wow. Recently. Excellent. Well, good for him. Good for him. Brian Jones. B-R-Y-A-N Jones. He's fun if you're a Superman fan. Um, Superman a... fan. Yeah, he's just a good guy. He reads he reads stuff and stuff like that. Go check him out. Give him you know give him some love. Tell him Nerd Nation Radio. Kurt sent you. I'm always on there leaving him comments and stuff. Yeah, he, he's an absolutely cool guy. I enjoy watching his show a lot. Yeah, and he's a fun guy. And actually, we talked to him online and stuff like that. We reached out to him. He's fun. He's yeah, a well, really nice guy. Hopefully, we can get him on the show. Uh, one of the good things I like about Brian is he keeps stuff pretty short, 20 to 30 minutes usually. Very positive dude. Yeah. We need more. We need more Brian's in the world. Definitely. All right. Uh, you want to throw my next first one out yeah, there? Yeah, go. You go ahead. Um, my friend Katrina Roetz, I believe I pronounced that correctly, runs a site called Geekarama.net. Uh, they, they're heavy into reviewing comics, mostly indie comics, but pretty much anything uh, that they choose to do. Uh, there's a lot of great talent over there that, that do the reviews, and uh, Katrina herself is a, a big advocate of, of indie comics and. Uh, I appreciate all she does, and I definitely wanted to give her a shout-out on this show. Yeah. Uh, I got a buddy named Bobby T, who back in the day we used to work together, hang out. He's a good guy. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. He's actually had a few different YouTube things going on. Uh, but he has a channel, This Toy Life, that he's doing right now. He also He's also on Instagram, I believe, This Toy Life, and maybe even Bobby T something. I'm, I, I should have wrote this down. Anyway, uh, check him out, This Toy Life, YouTube. Instagram, lots of stuff about toys, wrestling, metal. Yeah, Bob, a, Bobby's a cool guy. He's a good guy. You should check him out. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. My next one is uh, actually, if you're a longtime listener of Nerd Nation, you remember my former co-host, Seek Donnelly, who's now running a uh, YouTube show called Venom Vlog uh, about all things Venom. You can find him on Instagram at Venom Vlog or on YouTube. Um, his show's pretty fun. He, he really goes in-depth to the comics and some of the movie stuff and it's really fantastic. It's really it's something it's the deep diving that I wish we had time to do on our show. Um, I really really like what he does. He's a fun guy. He's he's our former co-host and we love him 
Because he's a cuddly bear, just like Curtis and Jack. Also, uh, Seek and Destroy is yeah, his Seek and Destroy on is, Instagram. Yes. And he's on there a lot doing stuff. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Um, it's spelled S-I-I-K-E. K-E. Yeah, Seek and Destroy. And D-E-S-T-R-O-Y. <laughs> yes, yeah, obviously, true. right. Yeah. <laughs> and A-N-D. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the and sign. Oh, I don't know. You wouldn't know because you don't care. I, I follow him, I just don't remember. But yeah, Seek and Destroy. You can look it up either way, it'll show up. There you go. Yeah, uh, Jack, are there any websites or anything you want to push? Not this week? Or? Reddit. There's a subreddit. A little site called uh, Tentacle Love. Ah. 4chan. Oh, yeah. Jack, Jack started that uh, subreddit himself, actually. Duh. <laughs> no, for real. You got you it. Got com. Well, you should definitely go there. The coolest guys in the block hang out there and talk nerdy. I don't, stuff. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, me and Kurt. And Jack comes along with us. I'm there sometimes. Yeah, Jack's there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else, Curtis? That's it. All right, so that's Friends of the Nation. I'm going to watch an MMA fight um, on my hopefully, phone. Hopefully, at some point in the near future, we'll have a tab on our website with the links to these places. Yeah, we really should. We should really step up our game. We should. Yeah, we're kind of losers right now. On the website, yeah. we got to step up on the website. And guys, if you're listening, bother us about that. Say, hey, why isn't the website updated that much? Don't bother us what do you too mean? much. It's updated every Jack, bloody week. Jack at NerdNationRadio.com. Don't pester us. Yeah, yeah. Jack at NerdNationRadio. Don't don't go to Gene at NerdNationRadio. Otherwise, you get passive aggressive when you when you when you really lay into him about something. Oh please. <laughs> how am I? How am I even passive aggressive? No, you were earlier. You were. It's funny. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Anyway, we got other stuff to do. Look we for do. our other crap. Uh, Love stinks <laughs> week. Love Stinks Week, if you're listening, has been up uh, top five specials all week this week, yes. and then next week will be uh, Nerd Love Week. Yes, for if you love love, like we, me and Kurt love love. We do love love. Jack has t- took over the uh, radio waves last week with Love Stinks Week, and now Curtis and I are here to yeah. show you love. When you start the episode, don't worry, it's not the end. It just <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> Look, that has been fixed. Already fixed, really? Yeah. How? Wow. I fixed it. Really? Oh nope. crap. Okay, well, it's fixed already, folks, so my joke doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It yeah. never did. And don't forget to go see One Spot a Superhero tonight. Lake Worth. Uh, Movies of Lake Worth. Movies of Lake Worth. Special showing. You'll see Engineer Jack and I there. Maybe. Gene and Jack may be there, even though they just had a stare down when, Jack, when we Jack's were very recording. angry at me right now. And you know what? I'm going I'm to make it up to him in the top five by voting for his crap. Oh, no. <laughs> That's going into the bloopers, baby. A little behind the scenes, folks. We've all made each other angry at each other today. today. <laughs> it's a very volatile day here at the Nerd yes. Studios. Anyway, that's the show. <laughs> that's the show. You got an interview from us. You got a couple movie picks from us. I lost horribly in the movie picks last week. Don't worry about that. I'm coming back this week. But baby. didn't you do good in wrestling last week? It wasn't last week. I'm in second place in he wrestling. Did so it all second. it all evens out in the end. I mean, right. to get technical, even though I went one and two this week. And you went three and zero. Oh, you're only a point above me now, bro. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, this week it's so it's it's all me. close still. Yeah, this week saved me because my my wrestling stats have turned to crap. Your wrestling, you're really good at you're, initially. You're, you have two points for wrestling. Yeah. I've got four. Kurt has five. But I'm pretty always. sure my first two were the first two weeks. So it looked like I was doing great, and then. What right. do you mean weeks? We've only done one wrestling well, pick. For, no. Yes, yeah, we've only had one pay per view. Well, WWE's no. only had one pay per view. We've done a lot of these predictions. Not for this year. Well, or last year, whatever. Last year doesn't count, bro. That's oh, done. Oh, I see. That's out. Man. No one has the. Do you have the score for last year still? Yeah, I did, I did seven. You did zero. Okay. I got one. I don't know. I'm just making. We up tied. Well, yeah. Okay. But that's it. So that was the show. We covered some stuff. We're gonna cover some more stuff next week. Um, don't forget to listen to. We've got issues. Yeah. Volume two, number six, is coming up. That's right. It features some books. From companies. Some big comic stuff came out this week. Yeah, it's a good week for books. Uh, definitely listen to that show. Me and Kurt have some interesting insight as to into the books and as to what's worth reading. Just make sure you definitely. ask the correct questions. Yes. And every time you think... Oh, never, I don't know. Ask it again, but ask this way. Ask it again, yeah. So tune I, in. I was going somewhere. Nerd out. Thanks for listening. Visit us online at nerdnationradio.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Grindr at Nerd Nation Radio. So until next time, tune in, nerd out.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.